Welcome to the Sports Card Lessons Podcast with your host, Big Ken, a retired teacher bringing you lessons each week he's learned in the hobby by taking you behind the table and inside the mind of a dealer and a collector. Sit back and relax. There won't be a test. The only thing being graded here is the cards. Welcome to the Sports Card Lessons Podcast. I'm your host, Big Ken. Whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on a streaming service, please like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell. You'll be notified whenever I drop any new content. Welcome, and thanks for being here. I hope everyone is enjoying this great fall weekend. As I was writing that out, I remember last year, you know, asking, you know, does anybody use autumn, the word autumn anymore? And I, I hadn't thought about that word for a whole year, and now... The only time I brought it back up again. Uh, anyways, uh, look, I had a ton of great feedback from the last episode. Uh, I appreciate all the great comments, stories that everyone shared. Uh, I had people agreeing, disagreeing, and some just saying, I'm just going to pay a little bit more attention. I, I don't know if I've ever noticed that or I never looked for that, that type of thing. So it, it was fun. It was just a lot of fun. Uh just interacting with so many people since the last episode. A lot of fun. And look, just FYI, everything I bring you here on the podcast is from my own point of view, right? Being a teacher, I've learned how to bring information from my point of view. And I bring it loosely enough to give you the option to keep it, toss it, or save it till it applies, right? Because what works for me and what I've learned, you know, in the hobby, what works for me, it's me. It's it's how I hobby, right? Um, every time I feel there's a let there was a lesson to be learned or information I feel was important, I'm gonna bring it here and share it with you. But again, you know, my point of view. That's what I do, right? That's what this podcast is about. Sports card lessons. Lessons learned. Um the last few weeks, I've been concentrating on buying hockey. Uh, I've talked about this raw and graded. Um, I really think there's probably a lot more profit in buying uh, raw uh, if you can get good grades out of it. And I know for me, uh, you know, if I can see a card or look at a card or go to a show and see a card to buy raw, you know, I can probably determine if it's going to be better than an eight, right? That's, that's probably the best I can do, uh, at looking at a card. But, you know, if you go out and buy a PSA 10, you know, it's a guarantee. It's a home run. You know what you're getting, you know what you're getting when you buy it. So yeah, I've been buying both. I've been buying raw and graded cards and it amazes me, you know, Being at the right place at the right time, you know, some of these great deals are made. I and, and I've talked about this before. I, you know, you sit on eBay and you go through comps and you're, you know, on a card, you'll see, oh, 280, 270, 290, 310, 195. Damn, I wish I could have bought that thing at 195, right? Uh, and lately, just being very, very persistent um, on auctions, very persistent. You know, just having so many, so many auctions that I just say, 
you know what? If I can get this at a certain price, you know, snipe it, I'm going to take it. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to take it down. Um, being persistent and knowing, you know, what I'm willing to pay for an individual card and, and sticking to it is really the key. Um, you know, you know me, I'm, I'm a man full of plans, right? I have tons of plans, but I stay vigilant to them and, and it's, you know, it helps me. It's what I do. It's helped me be successful in life, right? If I can create a plan and stick to it. Um, and it doesn't mean that my plan is always right because probably had more plans that were wrong before I had enough right plans. Right. Um, but the plan for me, the plan just creates discipline that, even if it turns out that the plan was wrong or the play was a bad plan, my losses are limited, right? Um, if it turns out to be a good, good plan, right. Then everything I set up and I said, this is the plan. This is what I'm hoping to do. And it works. Right. So three years in two years, you know, uh, two going to national back to back, I put a plan together. Um, and it worked well last year. It worked well for me, but, I created that plan. So what my losses would be small. If the plan didn't work out, I, I still wasn't going to lose a ton of money. I wasn't going to lose. It's not like going to the casino, right. And saying, here's my plan. I'm going to go in here with 5k and I'm going to double my money or quadruple my money. And, you know, you could just walk out with nothing. I mean, that's just a bad plan going in there. Right. So, you know, and the, you know, when I create plans, I make it so that, you know, my, my losses are limited. Uh, and especially if it's a brand new plan, uh, brand new plans. I usually, um, you know, I really bring them down. My expectation is very low, uh, on brand new plans. And I make sure that I'm going to stick to it. So if the plan turns out bad or parts of the plan were bad, my losses are limited. Um, so with this hockey, this, this plan I created, I just put a list of players that I wanted to acquire these cards that I wanted to buy. Um, I went back to last year. I looked at these players. I looked at what their highest sales were, their lowest sales, the average sales, and even more important, the timing of the season uh, and why the players' prices were up or down. You know, was it playoffs? Was it, you know, was there an injury? Was it preseason hype on a player? Um, certain players, their prices just stayed the same the whole year. They, they may have fluctuated 10, 15, $20, but for the most part, and, I mean, a lot of times with the young guns, the PSA 10 cards, there's not a lot of expensive ones out there. The most of them are a hundred or less than a hundred. Right. And then you've got your, you know, you, you know, your McDavid's and your, your Matthews and stuff like that. These cards are a lot more. And then you've got the other players that are say to 150 to 200 or 250, you know, 300, 350, something like that. But it's, 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 it's different with those. There's not, there's not a lot of big money. There's not a lot of high end in, in the, in the PSA 10 of those cards. Um, and trying to find out, you know, what part of the season that these guys' prices were going up and down just to help me make, 
you know, an educated decision when I'm going to sell these cars. I mean, I'm buying these cars now, but when am I going to sell them? When is the best? Is it going to be when the season first kicks off? Is it going to be preseason like football is right? Some of the hype on football through the summer, you know, these guys, these prices go up and then we'll start to see now that the football season's going. Some guys are doing well. Some guys aren't doing well. The prices are coming down on some people. And at some point, some of the prices are going to go up on some people uh, and just try to figure that out you know, for hockey. I know a lot about hockey. I watch hockey, but I don't, I've, I've never really followed the market. Last year was my first time selling hockey. So I started and I made a lot of mistakes. I put plans together and I made mistakes. So this year I said, I need to correct. These are the mistakes I made. I go back to my notes, right? These are the mistakes I made. Let's, let's change that. But I, at the end, at the end of the season last year, right? I still did pretty well with hockey, even though I made a ton of mistakes last year. And I know I made a ton of mistakes and I've talked to you guys about it, but I still did well with the hockey. I did well, I did well enough with certain cards and certain players that it made up for the other players and the other cards that I didn't do too well with. Um, and I felt one of my downfalls last year, um, well, I had a few, but one of them was just being too spread out, just buying way too many players last year. Um, and hockey is one of those funny things that, and 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna say this in our area, right in the Northeast. So if you have the Devils, the Rangers, the Islanders, the Bruins, right, and now this little bit of the Sabers and the Canadians, um, these are the, these this is you know this is the fan base is in this area. So those are the people buying those cards. So I didn't do a lot online last year as far as selling. I didn't do a lot on social media, on Instagram, Facebook, things like that. Where this year I'm going to try a little more. I'm going to buy these cards for for you know taking to the shows, but they're also going to be available on Facebook and Instagram and things like that. So uh, you know not it, they're not going to go to eBay or PWCC anything like that. They're not going to go to the auction sites, but for yeah, to be able to be just be more active in moving you know moving the cards and just getting more eyes on these cards uh hopefully just to be more successful um so it, with my list with my plan um the list i put together i just created i created a buy list you know the player i created what i wanted to spend on it what I would spend on a card, what I would go up to spend on a card, what was the max spend? Like uh, the worst case scenario, that would be the most I would, I would spend on a card. Um, and then I got to work. Uh, you know, I just going through all the Facebook groups and going through, uh, eBay and PWCC and Instagram story sales, and even going to shows, looking at shows now, and now it shows I talked about buying some, uh, some Jack Hughes cards, uh, at the East coast national from an attendee who had just walked up with, with cards. But for the most part, I felt that even then hockey was a little popular. Like people were really looking for hockey then, which was exciting to me, but it wasn't, it, uh, you know, as far as the buying aspect, there wasn't many people selling the hockey. And even online, there wasn't a lot of, I mean, especially in the groups, there wasn't a lot of people selling. And I'm going to say the ultra modern stuff, you know, a lot of the younger guys, you know, of course, the the Gretzky's, the Ovechkin's, the Lemieux's, stuff like that. I mean, they're always in those groups. But now all of a sudden, you know, um, August came and I felt, oh, this is going to be the time. I'm, I'm going to start... I'm going to start, you know, buying 
and and I I started the East Coast National and I was going through the groups and going online and I really couldn't find many of the players that I was looking for what I wanted to do. Um, I was surprised to be able in buying now September mid September um, to be able to buy between what what I wanted to spend and what I would spend and I had not going anywhere near the max price on that. Um, and the only part of the plan, uh, and, and I'm going to share this with you that I overlooked completely overlooked from the beginning of putting this plan together. And I thought I had everything covered on the plan was buying multiples of the same player. Like what was I willing to do that? Did I believe in that player enough? Now I did it with Jack Hughes. I bought a number of, of, of his cards so was I willing to do that? And I'm going to give you another inst another for instance that, that happened to me over the course of the last few weeks is I was able at my wanted price, I was able to snipe on eBay a Cole Caulfield uh, PSA 10 Young Guns. Really excited. Perfect. All the other prices were going, you know, well over that price. So I was pretty excited about getting that price. Um and then one showed up, uh, I think it was the PWCC auction site, which was below that price I paid. And I was keeping an eye on it. And I said, look, if this thing stays below what I've already bought the last one for, I'm going to buy this one. So I, I put a bid on it and I ended up winning it. So perfect, right? Now I have two of them. Um, then one showed up on Facebook, um, in a group on Facebook, uh, somebody had, a whole lot of cards, you know, it must have had maybe 25, 30 cards. So I went through the cards, I contacted him, I went through the cards and I said, look, these, I think it was eight cards, you know, I was willing to take. And I said, look, I see you have that Caulfield there. If you want to throw that in for this price, which was now below the PWCC price, I said, you could throw that in. I'll take that one too. So he agreed. And I'm like, wow, this is great. Is it great? Am I, is the price of this card going down? May I just, you know, you go to eBay and card ladder and the, the, the price seems to be going up on that card, but I seem to be buying it at a, at a, at a pretty good value. So now I'm excited Then I have a listener who knows that I'm buying hockey and, and, and reaches out to me and says, you look, I'm looking at these cards and, uh, you know, on your Instagram and I'm really interested in these cards. And I have this Cole Caulfield PSA 10, you want to do a deal. You want to, you know, trade. Of course I will. Right now I have four of them. <laughs> you know, I'm excited because again, I felt like the price went down again on this card. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing in my plan. I never, I, I never planned that the prices would keep coming down on it, but I, I mean, hockey season doesn't even start till next month. Right. So this is kind of the preseason. So or actually preseason we're before it. Right. So, um, is this a good thing or a bad thing? I don't, I, I don't know. It, it, you know, when I put this in the plan and, and, and I was doing this, I said, well, I mean, I'm hoping that the first one I bought may, I hope that my numbers weren't off at you might want to buy price was that I set that too high. 
right? And and I'm almost thinking maybe I did, but now I see what these other ones are starting to sell um, on some of these other. I see where people are asking for them on Facebook um, singly for the card. I see what they're selling for uh, on eBay and it's higher than my wanted price, my first one that I purchased. So I'm not feeling so bad. I'm not feeling nervous at all. Quality hockey player. Again, when I create this plan, uh, I'm doing it so that my losses would be minimal if prices went down on that, right? And, you know, I just spoke about, I have, I have, uh, you know, a number of Jack Hughes cards, you know, I think, um, I, I want to say I have four of the, you know, his young gun PSA tens and, and four or five other rookie cards of his too. So, um, the only thing, the only thing that worries me about that or could hurt me about that is if these guys get into injury or they don't play or, you know, something else affects their card prices. Right. I may get stuck with it. I may have been putting, you know, I may be saying, wow, this was great. And there may be a reason why other people are, you know, are selling. Not that I've seen or not any news that I've seen or anything that I've seen that would cause people to, you know, try to liquidate these cards. But I think people just say, hey, you know what? It's 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 hockey's coming and it's time to start moving these cards. So I'm happy to be able to buy these cards at the right price, you know, as long as it, you know, it's part of the plan. Um and I do get a little nervous. I mean, and this is kind of new to me, owning multiples of the same card. Um, I was thinking back that, you know, as I was getting ready to do this, I was thinking, have I owned multiples? You know, I think I've owned multiples, uh, you know, Trini Trinity Rodman cards, but that's part of my PC. The football, uh, the cards that I had going into the national last year, I had a number of cards that I had two of those, right? Um, that worked out fine. You know, they cards sold but four of one guy that's you know i don't know that's probably a little more that i wanted but and you know what i'm gonna say it honestly if if another one showed up even lower than the last price i would probably jump on that one too and 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 and, and hope for the best on that um i've also purchased a good amount of singles uh that'll be going to psa and it's one of these funny things where i say all right i have these 26 cards and then you know i wrote up the thing and then all of a sudden i buy this bulk deal where i have you know one graded and seven ungraded coming i haven't received them yet and i'm like okay let's let's hold up that order because i got to see what what of those could go to psa uh and now i've just purchased another lot of cards right? There's 12, 12 cards in this lot. And I'm like, okay, now that hasn't even shipped yet. And I'm like, you know, I got, I got to get this order together to get it out there. But one of the interesting things that I will, you know, I witness at a lot of these shows, um, especially with hockey. And I think it's because it's tough to grade a lot of those cards is a lot of the cards are raw there to begin with. So that's why I think you know, as I go through the, these uh, Facebook groups and things like that, people are selling a lot of these raw cards. And then you start looking, you know, at, you want to comp the card and you go look at ones that are that are graded and you see, you know, BGS 8.5 or PSA 8 or PSA 9. You don't see many 10s. And I know the, the the grading is tough on these cards and some of them are low and I'm sure maybe some of them have been graded and cracked out. Um so I really, really, as part of the plan, I really need to have a good look at these cards because I don't want to 
spend the money and the shipping and the insurance and the PSA to grade these cards, you know, if, if they don't look like they could come back, you know, nines or tens and, you know, tens is 10 PSA 10 is always the goal. Right. But on a lot of cards, if, if the pop counts on the tens are so low, you could shoot for the 10, but you're right there on the average with the nine. So I still don't mind that. But if I look, if I look at something, uh, you know, on a card and I see that the PSA nine, the pop count is through the roof, then I'll probably just leave that card. You know, if I have one, any doubt at all that this card may not come back as a 10, which to me is probably, you know, almost a hundred percent, um, I will probably just, you know, put that card in my case as a raw card and, and, and just leave it raw. And, and you know what, same thing happened last year. I put raw cards in there and the people can, people were buying them. Um, and I know a lot of what I see, at, what I've seen at these shows recently is people just going through a lot of these singles box, buying a lot of singles and, I know, I know a good amount of people are looking to grade these cards, but, um, I, I really think that, especially with the hockey, that they're just being sold raw somewhere else and somebody's picking it up raw, selling it raw. And the nice thing about hockey too, a lot of those patches are all, you know, game worn patches, which is really kind of cool. Like, you know, I know, you know, when, when people are looking at patches, they're always saying, is that game worn? Is that game worn? And with hockey, I mean, the majority of those are game worn. So that's really kind of cool. And the patches like the hockey patches on some of these are just really look incredible. They're just such great looking, great looking patches. Uh, I put this plan together in August. Um, and then I, w- at that point, I was really basing all these, pr- all those prices on current and last year's prices. So the only downward part, the only fault in this plan right now is knowing, and I would have to be, you know, uh, be able to see the future, right? Knowing what, where the prices are going to go this year. So I really can only look at last year to see where they started, where they ended up, where they were during the summer and where they, where they could bounce back to. And that's a lot of the same thing I did with the football last year when I was buying December, January, February, March, was just looking at it, a lot of it from, from the season before and the summer before to see where the prices were at, to see, you know, the possibility and it, and and it's it's a risk factor. It's definitely a risk because I can't say, hey, look, Cole Caulfield, his his you know Young Guns PSA ten last November was selling for four hundred fifty dollars. So if I buy this card now at two hundred fifty dollars, I'm going to be selling it at four hundred fifty dollars in November. No, it's not going to happen that way. You know, uh, one of the things that happens with the Young Guns is that more and more get graded and the pop count keeps climbing higher and higher. And as the, as the pop count climbs, obviously, you know, less, less, less demand of the card because there's more out there, right? There's not a shortage. So you would think last year, you know, is just one year in, um, now you've got a whole other year of grading uh and, and it's not like those boxes you can't buy those boxes anywhere i could go on online right now and i could buy a ton of those hobby boxes and get a ton of his cards out of those hobby boxes in in 
you know, certainly start grading him. And I'm sure that's what a lot of people did and, and any of the top players. And, uh, you know, think about it. I mean, I think the hobby boxes cost 79 or $89, you know, a box. So you can buy the box. If you pull one of his out, if you can send it in and get a PSA 10, I mean, you've probably only put out 125 or $130 on that card. So if the card is selling at $300 or 275, even if somebody comes in and says, and I, and I know the listener I got it from said he pulled that card, he graded that card, right? So he wasn't into it for a lot and, and it made sense for him to move that card into two cards that equaled $250, right? Even though he was probably into that for half of that. Um, so only time is going to tell, right? Um, only time will tell what the prices are going into this year. Um, pop counts, how high they'll climb. I don't foresee them climbing much higher. I watch the, the pop counts and I, and I look to see that um, from last spring to the summer, how much they jumped up and it seems to have slowed down now. So I don't think there are many more out there being graded. I've seen some of the, some of the cards, um, some of the other players that I'm looking for and I have my wanted price uh, and I've seen some of them drop below the wanted prices, but I have not been able to get them. Like I have not been able to be that person to get it. So now I've got a, you know, what I would buy it at and, and it's well below the max. Right. And now I'm like, well, I, I've seen them go at the wanted price. So I'm, I'm, I'm a holdout now. Now I'm like, now I have to wait because I know these, these lower ones are, are, are the new comps right now. So I don't want to spend anything over and just, you know, start losing start, start losing profit before I even get started on something like that. Um, and it's difficult. And I have to say this, um, the most important part of this, of what I'm doing, um, is not to get caught up in the moment and spend over the plan, right? And just, and I know it's difficult. I know because I've done it in the past and I really, I really have to stay focused, you know, especially with these auctions, right? And these auctions that run seven days and, you know, like I've, this card came up and we all have it. We all have on eBay and, you know, we save the, uh, save the search and it says, you know, notifies you, Hey, this card is you know, is up on auction. You go look at it seven days, started at 99 cents and, you know, for six days and, you know, 23 hours and 50 minutes, it, the price has stayed, you know, really reasonable. Like, wow, I'm going to get this for a steal in five minutes before it ends, right? All of a sudden the price jumps up even to the, you know, what the, what the last current comp was, or maybe a few dollars over that, Right. And, and now it's over, over the budget, it's over the, the budget and the plan. And, uh, at that point now, when that happens, I just shake my head and close the window. I just close the window all done, all done. And so many people I talk to, they find that hard to do. And, and a couple of them are like, what's 10 more dollars. I ended up getting the win. It's I, it cost me $10 to get the win. Um, 
I can't see it that way. I can't see it that way. I know a lot of people do. And, and I think that's what, you know, eBay and PWCC, I think that's what their, these sites are built on to get, you know, to get you, you know, built up in the moment to say, at some point, it's almost a frenzy just saying, I want this card. So I don't care. I'm just going to overbid just so I could win it and be the winner and feel like the winner of that. But at what was the price on it? Um, I was once like that to throw the extra 10 or $12, but I'm like, I waited this long for this card. I don't see any other ones for auction. So I'm just going to throw that now. If it's something that I'm going to resell somewhere, strong hands, right? Strong hands, just close, close the window and move on to the next, whatever, whatever else you're doing. Um, and you have to remember if it's not a one-on-one or a super low number card, there's going to be another one. There's going to be more that's going to come out. You could find some at your local show. You could find some in a Facebook market, uh, Facebook group. Uh, and one of the, one of the cool things about like Instagram and Facebook is you can communicate with people and just say, Hey, I see you got this card, you know, you DM, DM them. And it like, it's no big deal. I, I, I've been doing this online and I, you know, I throwing prices out. You know, I see people have the cards. I'll be like, hey, I'm interested in this card is what I'm willing to pay. Let me know if you're interested. Uh, yes, no, maybe the card's sold or I'll get back to you. I just put it up. If I get a better offer, I'm going to take that. You know, uh, a couple of times people have uh, a couple of days later have come back and say, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and take that. I'd be like, perfect. Um, and somebody show, somebody who said that to me sent me a couple of screenshots of other people that offered him the same amount and just came back to me and said, you were the first one that offered it to me. You know, I'm going to, I'm giving, giving you the first, first shot at it. I said, you know, what? I appreciate it. Uh, PayPal you over the money and wait for the cards to come. Um, so don't be afraid. I guess what I'm saying is don't be afraid to just know your price. If you figure out, you know, what you're willing to spend or how much you're willing to spend and somebody's got something out there, just go ahead and DM them, send, DM them and send your price over and, you know, just, Hey, this is what I'm willing to pay. If they come back and said they want more just say, uh, I'm, you know, I'm all set. I'm, I'm good at, you know, hundred or 110, whatever you sent there, you know, and, uh, and just see what happens from there. There's pop counts on these cards are so high now that, you know, there's only, there's there's so many of them out there that you know you're you're going to get lucky. People are going to accept your offers and take it. But make a plan, right, and stick to it. That's the lesson here. That's the lesson learned today, right? Make a plan, stick to it, because you'll improve your profit and reduce your losses. And you know if you, if you're doing what I'm doing. And, and you're trying to resell these cards for a little bit of a profit, you know, that, that's the way to do it. If you're just buying it to collect, then, I mean, it's okay to spend that extra $10. Why not? If it's going in your collection, why not? Because some cards that I'm, you know, with Trinity Rodman, if I see a card, I may overpay a little bit on it because I just want the card. Maybe the card is scarce or I'm just happy to get this card now and then I can just check the box. I don't have to look for that card anymore. But you're getting cards for resale or whatever you're doing with it, make a plan, stick to it. Uh, that's all I have for you today. Uh, Thursday's episode, uh, another great guest, uh, Chris McGill from card ladder will be on Thursday. You don't want to miss that. 
I want to thank everyone for tuning in. And if you like what you hear, please like, definitely subscribe. And most importantly, tell a friend and spread the word. Until next time, take care of yourselves and everyone around you.